Council Scumbag episode, so we'll be taking it lightly. We won't be saying the usual things because you don't deserve the hardcore stress. Episode 116 of the Hashtag Show. I am uh, Scott Gibson, a.k.a. DJ Gibble, a.k.a. Fat White. Uh, the gentleman sat to uh, my uh, right, your left, is uh, Maloka Lee, a.k.a. Cheeky Mal, a.k.a. the, uh, you know, the cervix assassin. Uh, so episode 116, welcome. Mal, you get your wee cheeky tongue out. Who knows what this episode will You've had a wee trim, son. I shaved the beard off. You've had a but wee I'd just like to start trim. saying, hello all you cunts and contesses. <laughs> How the hell are you? But I shaved my beard off, man. Uh, and I kind of miss it. You put up a picture the other day on Facebook and you honestly looked ill. Like you looked, you looked, see it was like your hair was a bit mad the beard was a bit mad you had a kind of smiley face and I thought I know those eyes behind those Aye. eyes there is sadness behind those eyes it's just more <laughs> Netflix show it's, it's no I was just laughing at myself because I look like a fucking vagrant <laughs> and, and it was after that picture I shaved the beard off mate mate wanna when you honestly I almost and I, I was going to send you a whatsapp bamming you up and then I actually stopped myself and thought do you know what do you know what as someone who is is experienced and currently uh, suffering mental health, as as almost everybody is, I thought I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make fun because the big man looks generally like he's on the brink of murder on his family. Just let him ride it out. I just let him ride um, that one out. I, I, what I found with the beard was, as much as I loved it for going to walks and keeping my chin warm, I found myself even when I watched one of these podcasts back, I'm continually playing with my beard. Right, you know, we all like to play with a beard. Hey, who doesn't? Who doesn't? But you know, I was constantly honing my face, and I'm bad enough with peeling with my hair when it's long. So, you know, I thought let's. But then I don't know. I don't know what happens, man. It fucking took about three seconds, and it's grew back in again. Oh, so did you go? Did you go right down? Did you? I fucking shaved the cunt half. Oh, I thought you just done a wee a wee trim trim. trim No, I took it off. Mate, I cannot. I cannot wait to get back to. Don't ever shave barbers. your beard off again. No, never, Do not man. ever never. shave your beard off. That was a that was a genuine error. Do you know? See, the, see the, the only times that I've done it in the past, once myself it was a mistake, and that last time was fucking X. We'll, we'll no we'll no go down that route or that story because we're actually having a we're having a good day. I'm feeling we're good today. A good day. Well, sun shining, sun shining, mate. You know, if you shave your beard off, I will worry because that last time you did it, you looked fucking weird as fuck. It's because no, it's because it's, no I'm, I, it's because I don't have any hair, right? So my beard is the the distinguishing feature. But also, I have got such a fucking massive head, a baby's head. It's just a potato. My head's <laughs> a fucking potato. So like when I and here's the thing as well. See when I shave my beard, even if I trim it down, like see if, if I trim it down really really short, I've got such a tiny wee mouth, mate. My mouth's like a wee arsehole. 
It just looks ridiculous. We'll pucker it up just to get into it. Go, oh yes, now I've got a wee tight. Honestly, I've got a wee tight. Sometimes, like, <laughs> there's been a couple of cases. <laughs> there's been a couple of cases. You know, sometimes when you say things and, and like your missus looks as if, like, what the fuck is wrong? There's been a couple of times when I've been eating my dinner and I'm just like, I've gone to like put, you know, sometimes when you go to put like a fork in, like a, a fork of food in your mouth <laughs> and you can't get it all in and you're like, fuck, I've obviously, I'm a fat bastard. I've put too much in my fork. My mouth's just tight. I've just got a wee mouth. Just because you got an ass for a mouth. I just can't. I just don't have a big mouth, mate. You know, I can. I, I tell you, if I was a, if I was a, 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 a homosexual, then uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be pleasing to anybody unless they're yeah, thank thin God you're not taking in the old purple <laughs> microphones. <laughs> what? Hey, what about this man? I always get caught with that with like hamburger. See when you're building your hamburger stack, aye, and you're going, "This is that. This is the business," and then you can't fit it in your mouth. Yeah, mate. I got a sandwich the other day uh, for a baby place in Edinburgh. Which uh, and I had to do the, the proper squash, like I had to fucking flatten it down. I, 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 I was talking this in my podcast. I don't think like see when you're eating, you don't want it to be uncomfortable. Like you want it to be enjoyable. I, I don't, don't want, want it to be in pain. No, but I don't also don't want it to be all doing me. Aye. Like uh, sometimes you, know the you get these things. I don't like with the beard, fucking milk and anything, man. All over the beard, <laughs> and it's just you just feel like a fucking a shit Viking. You've always got to trim this bit. Aye, aye. Because I'll find worse when you, you drink something to slap your fucking slappy cat. It's just sitting there like a blab on away. It's like as if you've just muffed dived the fucking babysitter. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 that means again. Lift up the tash. <laughs> That's how I don't know how fucking Dick Strawbridge exists, man. I don't know how he eats his dinner. My God, they're a bizarre pair, aren't they? Like, he must have to like, throw in hairy shudders. <laughs> oh, can you imagine that? He must just sit his fucking mustache oh, on her ass cheeks here we go. while he's this just walking away at the rear. I'll take your sound all I'll build an extension. Look at these curtains. It must be like a walrus getting fed at the fucking aquarium when he goes down to her man, just absolutely slabbering away. But that's you a imagine problem. the snaffling and the laughter. You can't talk about it because you've got, uh, you know, you've got a secret crush on her. That's the thing. I don't, but you do, I reckon she'd you be do. monstrous. I reckon she would be I, flinging you about that room. Obviously, because she's a she's a buxom lady, so that ticks your box straight away. But also the fact that you know she would begin running the house fucking day and hangs up, and that to you is more of a turn on than anything else these days. Well, to be fair, <laughs> you'd be just lucky with her. It would just you'd just be lucky and focusing on the red lipstick. Because that's where the focus is. The, the worrying bit is when she comes in like and the ghost, she's putting up. when she's getting the eyebrows drawn on, it's just that white face. She's got a wee fucking <laughs> old man's hanky tied on her head, pair of red lipsticks, so you know where to fucking aim. Malaka, come on now. I know, but she's a lovely one. Oh, Dick, you're so naughty. <laughs> I'm going to make this into a fucking umbrella. Oh, and you can stick it up my farter. Shut up. <laughs> I know, I'm in a bad mood. That's just nasty. I, know, I, should, I don't a, even know the woman. This is going to be a good episode, man. I like this. I like it when Mal goes from being slightly depressed, Mal, to really angry, Mal, because then we know it's going to be a good one. Hey, I'm not... Listen, I, I was looking forward to this show because I knew my big pal would cheer me up. That's me. But I tell you what, what a fucking lovely day we're having. Full summer. Well, it's not. Full spring. This is where the period we're into. My mate was telling me, I never knew it existed, but... There's a period, and it's it's really cold, full spring, where mm-hmm. we're all tricked into thinking, oh, spring's here. Then you get a couple of days of it, then it's back to the shit dreek weather. Is that is that where we are now? We're in full spring. 
and I'll just love the name it because we're all fools believing in God. In <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dear. name of Christ. My life is a dark room and I am myself dark. Uh, it, it does make a difference when the weather is when the weather is bright at least. See, Look, I'm, I'm looking forward to go for a walk. You're really getting into your walks, man. You're going, to, you're going to start getting that wee app so that it tracks your walks so you can start posting that on your Facebook well, page. Uh, that's how I kind of fell into the walks because we, we did that to, for the daughter's basketball team because they were like, trying to raise they, something where they'd done a thousand uh, clicks, you know? So uh, we're out now doing 10 clicks plus a day, you know? <laughs> 10 clicks a day. <laughs> 10 clicks. Uh, I was talking to Joe Deacon this morning, man. He's fucking doing 15 click walks, 15 kilometre walks. I think there's a mistake there, Joe, because I think it's five, mate. But he, uh, he assured me it's 15. That's a fucking walk, by the way. That's that your is, 10 mile. Does Joe mean he's sitting in a fucking like, adult buggy as his wife pushes him for 15 uh, I clicks? I think he's in a golf cart or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, he's going to be in a, a fucking shopping trolley that he stole for some, <laughs> some, posh, <laughs> some posh Swiss supermarket. It's actually like an engine in it and everything. <laughs> Ah, he's just getting rallied round. Fucking driving a lot of wee buggy with a bottle of Chardonnay. Kilos his ass. If if Joe D can walk fifteen kilos, he'd have a heart attack. No, he's fit as a fiddle man. He's doing well. He's getting. He tell me he's getting a washing machine fitted today, and there's two big men coming in to fit it, and he's all up for well. it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just. Going also said, don't tell Big Scott he was jealous. <laughs> he's just going around smashing up things in the house so he can get a man in to fix it. Aye. Can then he, he comes, in and fix that? comes in and he negligent, or he's got like a 1994 <laughs> t-shirt that just covers his balls, starting my cup of tea. No, oh, he's just got his. I know I can visualise it. He's got his green 1994 t-shirt and just his ball sack hanging down, the, just dangling at <laughs> the bottom of it, and his no. lovely wee shaved legs. <laughs> we know exactly what Joe Deacon would do. Joe Deacon would be standing in a fucking Celtic onesie with the ass cut out. That's what he'd be doing. <laughs> oh, I'll give you ten in a row if you fucking slip into this back room. <laughs> Joe Deacon, um, we love you. We love that, you. We love you. The big man of a list at this show. I know. Punching the air. They were loving that. We love you, Joe Deacon. And uh, I love the interview that you did at the last uh, live stream that Mal done. It was absolutely fantastic. So, what's been happening? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Uh, I, mean, I mean, we're turning into like Barry Normans, but it's again TV shows, two of that I've just finished. Can, can, I, can I say something just as I remember it? Because it just sprung to mind before we continue on. Certainly. I have recently rediscovered... See, because there's nothing decent to watch anymore, right? So I'm Well, that's where you're wrong. Because well, you've not I'm, watched Saburu yet, have you? No, I've not. But I'm watching old classics, right? Mate. Uh-huh. Mate. I forgot how good an actor Gene Hackman is. Oh, he's dynamite. Early Gene mate, Hackman we talked about here. Aye. French Connection, Gene Hackman. Aye. Burnley, Mississippi. And the name I got, mate. Mate. I watched mate. the French Connection again the other night. And... I'm, as I'm watching it in my head I'm going I have forgotten how how good a Hollywood actor Gene Hackman was. What, was what was his character was it Mickey Dolan or whatever he's called in the French Connection what was his wee character the cop that he played I because that even the name's classic that so much classic I can't remember now oh it was so good it was so good man and I'm just sitting watching it going look at the shit that I've got to watch nowadays but you're just about hit me with something called Subaruni Sobarino 
Well, the only thing with Gene Hackman is a kind of hey, everything's coming from Gene Hackman. Hey, God damn it! But see when he gets angry, there's a bit of it when he gets angry and he fucking shakes a boy, and I'm like, he's that's not even the script, man. He's just ah, that's method. <laughs> he's he's fully adopted the role here. He's fucking knee right of the balls, punch that bug right in the chops, man. He's not in the script. Imagine that, <laughs> man. Hackman just gone full method. Fuck you, hooking a bird, cleaning the nose, man. And then he's like, was that good enough? Can we do that again? She's like, oh my god, oh my, you broke my nose. Get somebody else in. I nearly had that one. See, I think that would be fainting. Lit. That would be less shocking than if you did like the Borkum and Wise slap. You just slap the bottom of the tits and then right across the chops, man. That would be you would be that's like a double whammy going, the fuck just am there. Oh you do. Uppercut, uppercut, the two tits, boom, boom, and then fucking whack right in the nose. She'd just be like, fuck. Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Call tits. my agent! <laughs> whack, whack, for dunk. I was watching that old Morkum and Wise as well, where he just lines them up with one and then Smacks him in the face. Mm. I'm going, how many times did he get slapped in the face and think, I'm going to kick fuck at you when this is over? I, for, I imagine, because they were, well, was, him was always doing a slap with him, wasn't he? The, Walker the, was the, always the slapping black Aye. Always. Dude, it's just and they must, they must have a wee in-joke to deal with. Oh, aye. That's, have you ever watched a documentary about those two? About how, um, so, why is the wee one, Ernie, was, I mean, there was a time in like, oh, they Ernie knew, is it, aye? Well, I'll, I'll only know him because like, his dad used to go to the Masons with my dad, but... Right, doing a large pint of Ernie. That's it. Fuck it. That's what you used to call it. Are you pint of Ernie's? That's code for up above. And so when they were like at their peak, this is the thing. Now, see when people are like Ant and Deck and shit like that and they're going, there's three million people watching Saturday Night Live. There's like fucking 30 million people watching... Live, live TV like they'll, they'll never get those numbers again so like even well, nowadays, probably close to it now we're locked in <laughs> that fucking even still like think even now with television be. nobody's watching live TV anymore you can't imagine like their level of celebrity but in the documentary it talks about Wise the wee one was desperate to go to America and they went over to America and I think did like the Ed Sullivan show or something it was like a huge big um, like late night show in America smashed it and he wanted them to go to the States and be based there and then like go and do movies like Laurel and Hardy and try and make it there but Morecambe the big one was like nah man this is I'm staying in England you know this is because he, he just probably was just like maybe the older one or two or just went I can't even fuck we've seen a lot of family man and I had a big family and everything uh, well I mean it, the wee one wise to the family as well but I think he was he just wanted to get away from it Maybe, well, I think it was just more like they wanted to go to Hollywood, but they ended to up. Make it. They ended up just. I mean, you, so you think like, what could their career have been like if they'd, if they went out to the states? I mean, I think they're funny and the, the right team behind them and all that. But I mean, especially the Ernie guy, his acting was shit. I think he was just a good cardboard sideman. He wasn't really like. He, he was just that. He was that bland that made the other one even funnier. Aye, but on on the, on their own, they would. They would not have been as good as if, if they were yeah, together. Because he's, yeah, great, great times. Uh, you need, you need that. You need a straight man and a kind of, you know, you need a straight man in every double act. Otherwise, it doesn't really work. Well, this is how this show works because I'm the straight man exactly. and you're just the chuckle master. Well, I think we've all with that spur in its head now, and I'm desperately trying to keep you on the rails. And when I say straight man, talk sexually as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking macaque. How good was Morecambe and Wise, man? Hey, uh, two Ronnies as well. They did know Batham did. Aye, I'd say Ronnie. I'd say Ronnie and Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Between the worries, they were better than walking wise for me. No, 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 no. Even me, Ronnie Corbett's stories. I fucking hate his <laughs> accent and his shite little stories. But you put well, up they, with it. They said their success was an act. What was it? A comedian that could act and an actor that was funny. That was the mix. That's how the two of them worked as well as they did. Anyway, I digress. The, the big know, Ronnie I Corbett digress. reminds me of my papa. So it kind of looks like. You mean we Ronnie Corbett? No, the big one. I don't like me, Ronnie Corbett. Let me sit down with my wee legs and my big couch and tell you a story about a golfer and he was on his 15th hole and it's such a long story. You're just waiting to laugh. Laugh now. To, I'd love to see what size his golf clubs were. I thought you were going to see his cock. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I, I told you I met his wife, did you, you? What, what size are you, Ronnie? I told you Excuse I met him, Ronnie his wife, did I? You did? I met his wife, aye. No. The wee again. one, the wee Scottish one. What? Uh, Ronnie Corbett, the wee one. Right, okay. Is he alive Mate. or dead? Oh, he's dead. He's been dead for a while. The best thing he ever did was fall off that speed bike on uh, that... <laughs> the treadmill? Case. Aye, the treadmill. It's a funny... <laughs> and it wasn't it was set up or anything. No. It was a genuine thought. It was the funniest thing. Having Michael me and Parkinson. laugh at things like that, but aye. Fucking I, he, fuck, he fucking went and then the wee foot came off at the back of the He tried to go cool and he just went for dunk. See you later. But because that's a treadmill, you know that. <laughs> that would appear ripped his face and all, man. <laughs> the, bow, the bow tie stuck at that. Wait, keep going. Keep taking or just doing another take there. The show must go on, you know. It's for charity for the kids and that, you know. I, I, was, doing, I was doing a gig years ago in, in, in uh, the fringe, like a thing, fringe by the sea. And I was hosting it and it was brutal, man, because like everybody was on was like kind of Radio Forax. And I thought, I'm going to die my ass here. But I was like seen as like the token scumbag for the posh people kind of thing. Right, right. Uh, so I was in a rough gold. Aye. And then I can't remember the name of the guy who was headlining. It'll come back to me. But he's like old school, like fucking. Oh, Barry Cryer. It was Barry Cryer who was on. Oh, right. That's him with the white curly hair, isn't it? Aye. He's like 150 year old. Did he know he was a scriptwriter for the two Ronies or something like that? Was he, he was, he aye. It was there I? you go. Okay, then all your stuff, mate. I tell you what, see, before the Barry Cryer, right? See when he went on, he was great. I loved him. He just sang, he sang songs with, the, with his comedy partner who does the show with him. But mate, so he arrived forty minutes before he's meant to go on stage. So I'm, I'm in the back, and it's in this big, massive marquee thing, and there's like two caravans, and then they've got like a kind of seating area set up for the performers. So I'm standing at the back. This motor comes in. Obviously, it's Barry Cryer, so he gets out the car. So the guy who runs the show comes over, introduces us, says Scott's the MC. So he's maybe got 40 minutes right before he's on, so the middle act's on the new. Mate, see, as soon as he sat down in his seats, straight on the booze, straight on the booze, straight on the fags, for 40 minutes, solid, hammer on the beers. I was like, this is amazing. He must be in his 90s, man, easily. No, he's doing 90. Mate, when I fucking Google the new hold this. And then see as soon as you go off, straight back on the beer, straight back on the fags. I was like, that is absolutely amazing. So he's dead now. No, he's not dead, mate. Barry Cryer, Barry Cryer, Barry Cryer. He's 85, 85 years of age. Unbelievable, man. Anyway, so it comes off at the end and they're sitting having a couple of beers and we're all getting driven back to Edinburgh. So I was sitting with him and then this guy came over and says, um, Barry, there's a, there's a woman here who's asking for you. It's uh, Anne. And he's like, I don't know an Anne. And then they're joking, going, oh, they're bringing women backstage for you now, Barry. And then he says, it's, oh, it's, it's Anne Corbett. She lives up there. She lives in that part of whatever the fuck it was we were. And then she came in and I was like, no way, man. Fucking Ronnie Corbett's widow. Sat down and then they just told stories of Ronnie Corbett for an hour. I was like, this is fucking amazing. 
That's that's good flying a war stuff, isn't it? Mate, it was unreal talking about him getting fucking dressed in cupboards and all that when they used to do venues and the, the guy saying, like, there's no dressing room for you and he's like, don't worry, I can get dressed in a cupboard. And then we got to fuck off in a cupboard and then come out in a wee tiny three-piece suit and do the gig. You go like that man, and... What was he like, can? Really? <laughs> I would when say the cotton doors what? were closed and yours were open. <laughs> <laughs> I says to him, I was like, and would, would you go back and... Would you change anything with your life with, with, with Ronnie? And she says, But <laughs> 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 they change your fucking Fuck <laughs> And then no, she flicked the fag down at you. <laughs> I then fucking punched my tits and slapped me in the chops. <laughs> but no, it was good, man. It was cool to fucking sit and listen to the stories. Ah, that's but nice, man. It was, uh, it was mad. It must have been fucking mental back in the days in London. And it was like there was no industry, like it wasn't a thing. Do you mean they were just all out performing? And but, aye, but it was no mere a cabaret thing. It wasn't like the aye. Com- comedian was kind of the the MC in between acts. It Pretty wasn't much, like, aye. aye. They wouldn't have had like a, It wasn't like America where like it was established as a, like a comic was an established thing. Like you would go and see. It would mo- it would be more like you know a comedian would be part of the the night, and the comedian, like you said, might be you know somebody who can tell a story, and that's it. And the story is the same one that's been told over and over and over again that, that's why like a lot of the old guys in Scotland have got problems because we've got a big after dinner circuit in Scotland like all the rotary clubs or the I know we joke like Orange Lodges and stuff like that and like football teams and everything so there's like you know five, six, seven, eight, maybe ten at the very most like in demand people who do the after dinner circuit and some of them try and do stand up like comedy gigs and it's just it's night and day so they get fun out because they all just come and do like old jokes or other people's jokes and you're like that isn't how it's done you know like you don't it's, you don't do that it's, it's frowned upon you don't turn up and do but you can get away deals. you can get away with a lot of dinner party talking about other folks jokes and old gags because it's just mere relaxing like I've only I've only done a couple of the after dinner uh, gigs because it's hard to get any man because it's so it's like you know it's like fucking old you know funny handshakes are you and, sitting eating dinner with them all I that, that Mate, That's see the a bit weird in itself, isn't it? That was horrendous, man. The very first time I done it was like so. It's because it's just so alien to to me as a cop. Like it's just not what we do at all. So it was really hard to get into the because you're literally sitting. This one was at a top table, so usually it's just a, a conference room. But this one was on a stage, so I'm sitting on this stage, and uh, Tam Cowan was MC, and uh, two an ex Rangers player. I can't remember the name I knew, but you're eating your dinner like you're having a a main course and a and a pudding, and they're all eating their dinner, and then at the end of it they clear the plates away, and then you do a gig, and I'm That's like, a bit what? Mad, isn't it? But like I say, because a lot of them, the odd thing is a lot of the guys who are ex players stand with like a fucking a ring binder or like an iPad, and they just read off the iPad, and you're going, you played in the game, like what the fuck? Are you, why are you having to read this? You are there. Like what are you then you just tell stories. Maybe they feed up the ball too many times and no got a fucking memory. No, I think a lot of them mate just know they can turn up and get a couple of grand and not have to bought. That's why the ones feed who drink are up the road. That's why the ones who are different and who are like add a little bit something to it kind of are in more demand. That's why a lot of the comics like me that are storytellers get the gigs because you you're telling stories that they've not heard before, whereas they'll hear the same stories over and over and over again. Like any ex Rangers players just tell all the old Rangers stories and then all the ex Celtic players 
just tell all the old Celtic stories. So they'll have all heard the same stories over and over. I, I mind I mind back in the day we were getting trained in that and the, the coach and the trainer would strap twenty pound to your dick and tell you to pull it off. <laughs> Oh, it's what all, are you laughing at? It's the usual, it's all things like, oh, well, remember then Gaza came in and then they started playing this ass, you know, and we went, you can't <laughs> do that, Gascoigne, what are you like, And the whole room's like, hey, man, do this ass, man. Ali McCoist is just shagging everybody and fucking <laughs> Frank McAvenny was playing for both teams and shagging everybody. It was just a great time to be alive. You know, we hated the Fenians, we hated the Protestants. It's just a brilliant time to be alive. That's it. And then they're like, right, anyway, so here's your pudding, and then uh, we're going to have a comedian. And then you've got his standing. You've got his standing going. So uh, it's, it's it's odd. It's an odd one because there will be guys who tell old stories or tell the same jokes, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean like between between the acts, so to speak? So it's but what's a, it's an act? Odd. What is an act? Oh, but they'll have what they call comedians. So they'll, oh, they'll right. class someone as but they're not, eating a dinner. Aye, but they're not a comedian. Like they don't do like they don't tour as a cop. They just do the after dinner circuit. I've actually been asked a couple of times today that you know, like, just be a guest. I, I, I just said no because I'm just like uh, they've set the the build up to doing it is just too weird. You know what? It must be for you and all. I don't like sitting and eating in strangers' companies for a start. I know I don't like it anyway because it's very uncomfortable and also like I feel as if I can't have a bevy because I'm there to work. Oh, that's Whereas, the most hashtag live. I but that's the hashtag, man. That's different because it's a party. But when you're getting paid to come in, and also I used to find it weird when some of the like footballers would turn up and go like, oh, "Can I got a pint of gin? It's gin, a pint of." Get me queuing, I. Between the morning, you me up to. I take a wee pint of that here, and I, you know what? And then I sit having four pints, and then I drive home, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on, man?" Like, four four gram of coke in the bog. <laughs> but it's uh, it's odd, mate, because it's it's just trying to get into your mind that it isn't a gig because you're trying to do like a like the first two what that I did, I try to treat it as a gig, and then after that, I'm just going right. They just want somebody to stand and talk for half an hour because if people go to the toilet or you know nobody's really listening or well, people are really digesting their food. Aye, it depends on what it is, and it's see because like I did, I used to do a lot of hosting, like MCing. So see when you do like a football team or a rugby club or something where it's like all men in the room, you just you just take the piss out like a table. You just find a table and just rip everybody to the table, and because they never have that, they're like, oh my god, this guy's a fucking wizard. They have you ever had somebody who you've been ripping come back and go, ah, you're a fucking hard man now, or any shit like that? Are you, Are you just staying in it? Just no, but have you it. ever had any I, after it try to be what tough guy be? I've only had one like where the the people who ran it walked me in my car. So I got in my car safely. <laughs> what because so somebody was fucking heavy pissed off? Way back at start years ago, I did a kickboxing night in the uh, Glasgow, <laughs> Glasgow Uni, right? I'd be sucking them off. I would and be slagging like, them, man. Well, mate, you need to get stuck in. There was three, there was me and two other acts on. And uh, the first act on before me, but well, the first act who was on uh, did maybe a couple of minutes, and then another act went on, and uh, she got destroyed as soon as she went in. But she went she went about it the wrong way, and uh, so she came out after a couple of minutes, and then I went in and I said to the guy, the promoter, I said, "I'm not coming out of here until I'm done. So if you want me out early, just tell the the guy who's the announcer, just walk in front of the ring." And then I'll wrap it up. So, because I'm not going to hear you, because it was just carnage. So, 
there's loads of people in the Glasgow Uni and then they've got a top deck as well. So there's like loads of people up in the top deck, like Pure Coliseum. And then when I went in, I was doing a couple of bits and pieces and then it just all it just all started your chant. So this this guy in particular was right at the front of like the, the, the balcony and he fucking takes his tap off, man. And he throws his he throws his tap down, right? So I, I just said like I got everybody to be quiet. And I was taking the piss at the guy and he kept going, he kept going. And then I, so I says to everybody, I went, right, look, listen, be quiet. I says, we are never this close to an actual spastic ever in our life. Now let's hear what he's got to say for himself because this could be, you know, life affirming. We, we, You never get to hear what these people say or think. So everybody's dead silent. And I said a few names to him and I went, right, on you go, you've got the floor. And he went, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I was like, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of blah. And then I just kept, kept on him and, you just say really horrible things. Anything that's in your mind. I think I said to him, like, do I remind you of your dad or something like that? He's the only man that told you to love you and things like that. Held you close just as they came inside you and suddenly that's what <laughs> came back to you, you just say anything that's horrible because everybody else knows it's a joke. Like, nobody's apart from that guy. Apart from that guy. I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. And uh, I said, come down, you fucking idiot. I can't hear you up there. He's like, fucking try to come down and... Like, just throw yourself off the balcony and then venue stuff like no 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 and I'm going on oh, now you get involved after 10 minutes of this and then the guy walked in front of the ring and I came off and I went into the, we had like a kind of a room where the referees were and uh, one of the guys who was the pro coming but like mate I'm really sorry but I went oh, I, I says I'm sorry I hope I didn't kind of overstay he went no 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 he says listen but that guy's a wee bit mental man we know who he is so we're going to walk you to the boat of the room so you get in the car and I was like okay <laughs> just got in the car right. Off, up the road. Aye, that was fucking. Can I get paid, that, please? That, that was nice Bye. shins, McGinty. But mate, see when you're ripping people, like you just there's two ways. Either they have been like really destructive, so they have to be taken down. But you go in and you're really horrible, and you try and ruin their night, so they go away and they or go, silence them. Aye, well, either you do silence them, you, you always silence them, but you try and ruin their night, or you have a bit of banner and you take it to the point where they feel as if fuck me I've overstepped the line and then like so what, what I would do is like I'm trying to think in the past where somebody's been really disruptive but they're just a bit drunk so I'll come out blah 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 say a few things and the guy's like oh no fucking hell and then I'll continue on with the show and then just as I was about to bring the next act on you'll just turn to them and go are we alright big man we're pals now and then that just resettles it again Make some calm, but sometimes you just need to fucking go right. I go, oh, what? what are you saying? It's good. It's fun. It's brutal when nobody. It only works when everybody else is on your side. The worst thing is when you watch people attack Sunday and the audience is like, no, wait a minute, you're in the wrong. They're 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 cool. You're like, you've you've fucked this gig, mate. You've totally ruined this gig. That's when you just fucking moonwalk out there, isn't it? Mic drop, mate. Mic drop, and then moonwalk back. Thankfully, I've not had that, so I don't think I will. Cause you just try and have a joke because there's no point in trying to make it all sometimes as well if you give the heckler a wee bit of limelight because maybe that's what they, all they want they just want to be the cunt in the room that everybody's like oh shit I'm not as big Frankie's mental do you know the worst thing is see when somebody heckles and it's funny and like you see a comic like get angry you're like why would you get angry man like see if somebody ever heckles you and it's funny brilliant because then everybody's laughing it just makes your job even easier you just, you just continue on with it you don't ever, don't ever, don't ever invite anyone on the stage, ever. Because what happens if they get up? Then you're fucked. 
never ever there's nothing worse than when you watch people and they go do you think you could do it why don't you go up here and I'm like what the fuck are you doing why would you ever invite someone onto the stage never do that because it's awful to it, get a math into it I've seen it when they got up people at the audience got up and they take the mic and then it's just two dicks standing on stage I'm like oh, what the fuck are you going to do now then they just start going like oh fucking uh, here two nuns and a pedo walk into a playgroup uh. you're like well well done you fucking created this mess so what are you going to do <laughs> I got the fucking young team uh. <laughs> did I tell you about the guy in Birmingham the last time I was in Birmingham so end of the night the night, the night had gone well and there had been a couple of hecklers in and there was a couple down the front who were like something off Love Island, right? And they never stopped fucking chewing the face off each other all night. Guys or lassies are... A, a guy and a lassie. A guy and a lassie. So, end of the night, before the headliner was on, I basically... Who goes out and winches? What fucking maniacs do that? No, what, mate? See, like, see the more... Heavy like, Raj. See the longer that I have lived in Edinburgh... I'm realising that see see young younger people, they 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 they, they almost have they, they've almost grown up to be like nothing exists outside their world. Like you know, sometimes when you see people doing things and you go, "How the fuck can you do that?" Like people talking really loud on the phone or people just doing stuff in public. You're like, how can you? I'm just constantly aware of everyone that's around me. Or well, like, I, think, I don't know if it's an anxiety, whatever. I can get easily carried away on the phone, no, because that's where I'm bad. I'm like, for a, I'll give you an example all day. I was in fucking Aldi, and I got a phone call, and I'm standing in the queue with Aldi with Maria, and mm. the guy asked me, "Where are you?" And I went, I'm "Fucking knee deep in Aldi. I'm knee deep, and I'm fucking knee deep in Aldi." Is what I said, right? And there was a woman where we were in front of us, and yep. Maria elbowed me, and I went, "What?" And she went, "You know, after I come off the phone, she went." That's, that's terrible you swore, swore like in front of a, a wee kid and I went well, I, I wasn't even aware that I had swore or I was loud well you're an idiot I, well that's the thing but then I think it's dead easy to be no, I'm not the guy that's your age you're an old man now ah that's true aye the filter's mate, fucking I tell you how you I tell you how you navigate that for the future you know because you've got to learn from your mistakes mean? no see if somebody phones you you pick up doesn't matter who it is doesn't matter if it's a, somebody a promoter Another DJ. Doesn't matter if if the Queen's phone you, you know. Doesn't matter if uh, if Stevie Gerrard's phone you, saying, "Listen, Mark, can we buy back these shares for Rangers?" Doesn't matter who's phone you. You answer the phone. You go. I'm an Aldi. I'll phone you back. Phone down. Ah, but what I would say that, is, I'm an Aldi. I'll fucking phone you back. No, you can't because there could be people about. Why are you swearing in front of Wayne's? I just have a mad. Because you're an old uh, man now. You're swearing a tech. Because you're I've a pensioner. Swe- aye, swearing tech. So that end of the spectrum, the old people and the young people, they don't see the world around them. So. The other problem is that see when in the club at the Glee, they, they don't get to pick where they sit. They're, they're seated by the staff. So there's a there's a table or two either side of the front of the stage, right? There's a like a two and then a big bank of 12 and then a two. So if they find a couple, they always put them at the two because they need to fill the seats. So I, I know, and I said to him at start, I went, listen, I know you two didn't ask to sit here. I said, because why would you? Sit at the back, in the darkness, where you can find each way. other. Aye, I, the board, right? I said, but listen, you're very distracted. And here's the the best, see the one thing I always do, see if there's a couple and there's a very attractive woman. You go, what are you doing with him? No, always put your attention on the guy because that pisses her off. Because then she wants you. No, nothing about one, you just, you just <coughs> annoys her. Just because there's, <laughs> she no, just like, ah. there's no other way you can annoy them. So see if there's a really attractive couple sitting 
and it's like a, a good looking woman and a good looking guy I always say to her like how the fuck did you land him handsome boy man a handsome big bastard look at you fucking hell good strong did you know your tricks away man strong back but that's it because and then it makes he laughs and she laughs because oh like I know we're dead beautiful what we like so as the night goes on they just couldn't keep their hands off each other and I was like if you two don't pack us in we're going to fucking send you here having a laugh thinking oh we'll take this as a warning no and then before the headliner come on I was like, you still need to fucking beat them, man. This is too much. I mean, they were just heavy and punching. Mate, it, was, it was past appropriate for being in the front row. Ah, minded days out of the back of school. Can I beat them? <laughs> back my day, you never went out for a cheer comedian. You just went up the back of the school, just dry riding to your belly and so your raw. The story I was trying to tell you, right, was so that night, uh, after dealing with them, the night's over, and I said something like, we've had a good night, it's been a good laugh. And then this guy just emerged for the darkness, like coming down one of the side paths. And I, and I honestly thought, mate, I generally thought he was going to come up and go, I've had one of the best nights ever, because it was just such a good night, right? And it's not often you get that in a club. Normally it's a bit, it's a bit cunty. Everyone in the green room going, we survived that, let's move on. But this was just a really good night. Good people, good audience, good night. So this guy comes right down at the end, right? And th- this is after me going... You know, big round of applause for all the staff. Thanks for coming. Wonderful night. And he just comes out the darkness and goes, we voted leave and leave means leave. I was like, what the fuck? We nowhere. We absolute nowhere. We voted leave and leave means leave. I was like, what the fuck is this guy? And I I was totally taken back because I was like, I don't understand what he means. And he went, we want out of Europe. We want out of Europe and we're leaving. I was like, I'll get the fuck you. Fuck you, mate. For nowhere. For absolute nowhere. We voted leave and leave mean leave. He's just a bad, a sad cocaine, isn't he? And just fucking. But no, nobody was talking about politics. Nobody even mentioned Brexit. And that was that was when he, he just had to get that out. Leave me. He's an old fella. Ah, he's an old fella. An old boy. Couple of pints of shandy, man. Then he's like, hey, listen, too many folk in here by time. I'll make my point clear. Oh, here. <laughs> talking about Brexit. I'm going to sit beside him. He looks Turkish. Talking about Brexit, mate. Have you seen what, what, Green, what Greenpeace has been up to? No. So I don't watch the news of politics or anything. I know, they've been dumping. It must be great to live in your world, man. It's, a world, it's a world where... Well, you know, it's still getting its up and downs, but you're ignorant hey, to the social you, bullshit. You wake, you wake up when you wake up, you go for a walk, 10 clicks, you know, 12 clicks in a good day, come back, sit down with, it with the family, tell you how much they love you as a father, how, how grateful they are to have you. Make well, some be- you make some beats, you eat some raw meat, and uh, you know, and then you, you start the day all over again. Watch Wonderful. some TV and then back to bed. Watch some TV. So Greenpeace have uh, have been dumping large boulders into the sea, so that the fishing uh, boats, the trawlers, cannot dredge the the oceans for fish. Because what happens is they put their nets in, and then they they drag the net along the seabed, gathering up all the delicious fish for us to eat mm-hmm. for the fish suppers. Amps is when you put the rocks in the bed, it gets caught in the nets. Yes, nets, aye. And you kind of fish. And sometimes it can. So the other fishermen are saying it can cause the boats to capsize because the rocks pull them back. And Greenpeace are just going to put these big massive boats dumping rocks into the into the ocean. The pesky lesbians, eh? So I tell you what, the fucking price of your fish supper is going to go through the roof, son. Price everything's going through the roof, man. Uh, why can't we all just get along? <laughs> you know. 2.8 billion is the investment from the government. 
for that's the money they want back you ever notice the, the language in it so see when they bail out a what, bank they've, 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 they've done the furloughs and all that grants and whatever they Everything. want 2.8 gov- million back the government has said they have invested 2.8 billion since Covid and that's you know what, what they want back I would like to see the stats against maybe what they spend in nuclear arms or foreign aid and all that kind of shit and go have they really gave us a lot and then you have to ask yourself if they've pulled that 2.8 billion out of thin air how could they not have done that for the National Health Service or the homeless or mm-hmm. you know all the things that's wrong in this country? Well, here's the thing: uh, 2.8 billion is the investment they want back. It's not a bailout. It's not a handout. It's an investment. So they want money back on their investment, right? So, if you have received furlough during lockdown, not me, not I, then guess what, Kanto? I want you wanting a second job for fuck all money you're paying the country back. Also, second to that point, if you are one of these mad pensioners that's received the COVID jag, guess what? 85-year-old, you're getting a job. Do any Tesco, you're going to want some of that investment back. Yeah, Maria was telling me that, you know how you so if you're self-employed, I think that you get away with the first 12, you don't pay tax on the first £12,000. They're scrapping that. Did you hear about that? I don't think it's 12 grand. I think it's seven, seven and a half. No, it's, it's 12 is it? Uh, it's sitting about 12, 12 grand in it. Uh, and they're trying to abolish that so you pay tax on every penny you make. Which I think they put it at 12 grand or whatever the allowance is. It's so like for people on the brew that are getting money, everybody's on an equal setting. That's just my opinion. Maybe, that I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know so why. how can they tax somebody self-employed? What tra- you No, know, Buster Boys getting away and then somebody on the brew who's just fucking smoking fags and eating pot noodles <laughs> is getting fucking money for nothing the, you'll know you, the, the tax will be the, the, the tax bracket will be the same like you can't can't be penalised for being self-employed and th- that'll not happen with the Tories because the Tories thing is the Tories want all of us to be self-employed that's that's the only good thing about if you are a business you want a Tory government because they they want every the, the utopia for the Tory government is that Every single person works for themselves. You, you don't rely on the state for anything. You don't need us for health, education, uh, employment, nothing. You do everything yourself. Englishman's home is his castle. That's what they want. So oh. I don't. I don't think that will happen with the self-employed. I think, I think we'll be. I, I don't think we'll be all right. It'll be the exact same as it is. The worrying thing is going to be the this two point eight billion pounds that they're going to claim back. Oh, they're going to put the tax level up. They're going to put the VAT up. Everything because of Brexit. Brexit's gone up. You know. Uh, you know. Everything since uh, breakfast is going through the roof. We'll be allowed it. Then we'll be scared to go out because it'll be too expensive. But listen, going back to the cheerier note, right? It actually, it falls into what you were talking about earlier, and that did a great segue for me to introduce my point. But it is this: what if at gigs you got a real introduction? A real introduction. I see there's some big smoke blown ass smoke blown smoke up your ass introduction. Do you mean if like, just a, got like a new American? introduction? Like he's playing tonight because the promoter books him a nice hotel. He's playing tonight because he gets oh, a bottle right. of the promoter okay. and he takes him out for a meal. He's playing early the night because Aye. he's got to get back home because he's up for the Wayne's fat bar. You know like, what's you, a real interview? A real introduction. <clears throat> do you have that in in music? Do you just do that on the decks? 
Aye, you sometimes. Know, right, some... right, team, that's me away now. Uh, next up on the, on the ones and twos, all the way from, you may know him from Radio uh, Inversnecky. Please welcome. He's doing it on the decks. Aye, especially when I'm coming on the school. Uh, he's, he's at the top of his game right now. He's Scotland's number one DJ. He's handsome. Mal, Mal. But ladies, he's Mal. married. He's, he's, he's sensible. Mal. He likes Mal. a drink, but he Mal. doesn't go too mental. Mal. It's Malorca Lee. You may have known that. him for Top of the Pops 20 years Mal. ago. They you may have known him for the Pepsi Chart Show. quite some time. You may have known him for Come 30 years ago. He was, up, he was an ultrasonic. He was in public domain. He was a DJ. Stop lying he was now. Malorca Lee. He's, he's <laughs> now sat in the house for a year. He's, he's fighting Listen. with reality. Hey. Do you know what your fucking intro? I mean, that's the thing. He's about a the, legend. They only do that in American comedy. You'll know him from the uh, Tonight Show and his appearance on Chappelle. They don't do that in British comedy. That's why they don't see, do that with me because every country just knows me. See, when you gig with Americans and go, "Hey, can you mention your lot?" Don't do that shit here. Just fucking say your name and do your jokes. Your intro would hey, be, can you mention that that uh, that 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 I help old ladies cross the road? Fuck up, you dick. <laughs> Next on the decks, it's the slum landlord himself. It's DJ MC Malakali. Is anybody out there? Whoop, whoop. You put but that's a- what I'm saying. He's on early tonight because he doesn't really want to be here. He's not getting a lot of money. He's not happy with the fee. You want on early and up the road. Aye, that's, Give it that's, up for Scott Gibson. That's, yeah, that's not me, mate. I'm happy to be there. That's more reality. That's more reality. Yeah. Up, up next, ladies and gentlemen, is a guy who you think would be much higher up the bill, but because he found out the headliner's getting paid the same as him, he wants on first. So please welcome. I could say about four names of new, but I won't because they'll go fucking fall out of me because they're bony bastards. Please welcome up next. He's our favourite, but he wants on early just now because we couldn't be asked to book him a hotel because we didn't actually want to spend any more money on him. But we love him. He's <laughs> our favourite. Malorca Lee. Here, mate, see the amount of times when I started booking gigs uh, way back in the here, dear. See the amount of fucking acts who would ask, like, how much am I getting paid? And I'd tell them, and what are the other acts getting paid? And see, because I was brand new, so I didn't know them enough to say... I'm not telling you that. So we go, all right, aye. I listen, I'll do it, but I'll need on early. You're like, cunt. And then also, as you're going through years, you're just like, no, don't do it. Especially don't it's, it's with the young up-and-coming guys who haven't had a gig or anything. And I've done it a few times. We gave some some gig. Actually, I've, what, the one I'm going to tell you about, he's doing very well now, but I gave him like one of his first gigs at one of my nights. And uh, I think I paid him something like 250 quid or something like that. And even at that, I knew he wasn't getting any money for gigs. He didn't offer free, but... And then he phoned me and he went, when's the taxi picking me up? Right? The gig's in Glasgow, and he lives in Glasgow. On the first gig? First gig, I've booked him. I went, what? When's the taxi picking me up? I went, I'm not fucking booking your taxi. When's the... When do you book your taxi? I've no, I thought you would be doing it. I went, listen to me, man. You're getting a fee for the gig. Get to the fucking gig and don't be a dick. And he learned a life lesson there, I think. But he was going oh, in there yeah. thinking, he's a fucking man. And you've got to work. Of course you do. But nobody wants to work now. That's the, this is the problem. Man, this is the problem with the world we live in. Social these media. Youngins, the these fucking youngins. All these Everybody thinks that they, if they date someone once, that's it. And they go, fuck They've me, made I'm a superstar. Get fucked. I even said this morning, the missus was showing me this video of a guy, right? And she went, you ever been to Hawaii? And I went like, oh, Hawaii? Hawaii? Like, I says, no, and we're talking about it because I watched a food programme the other day and 
they were in Hawaii, right? And I says, it looks, it looks stunning, like it looks like something in a film, like a Hollywood movie. It doesn't look real. She showed me a video of this guy. And I says, who is it? And I thought it might be somebody she knows. And she went, he's, uh, he lives in Hawaii. And I went, what, what does he do? But he's, he's, a, he's an influencer. I, was like, but what do you, I said, but what does he do? And she went, I don't actually know. He just, he just, he just makes Influences money. Folk. He just makes videos and makes money. And I'm like, this know, is the problem. This did is you the see problem. the guy, I was, I was a, a couple of folk were blowing the whistle on these whistle, these influencers. Because influencers are phoning up hotels and going, listen, I've got fucking X amount on my Instagram. Oh, well, did I would you love see to the stay one at that, your hotel Did you see the uh, one I shared? Free. About mm. the, uh, the food place? I know. I shared a story on Instagram. It was a, a screenshot of this story. If a guy contacted like a food vendor in London and said basically on the lines of uh, just exactly what you said there, mate. Like, listen, I'm an influencer. I'm wondering if I could get some food for your place. I've got X number of followers. I'm, I'm happy to do a story. So then the conversation went on to like two pages, and the conversation was the food place agreeing to give him the food and saying, look, we just need to get a bit more information. You know. Asking him the questions that you should be asking for promotion, like, yeah, how many stories am I going to get? What's the click rate? How many viewers do you have? How many times you're going to post? What times you're going to post? So they're asking him all these questions, and he's coming back just with kind of vague answers. And I'm going, they're asking valid questions because I was, I, I didn't know the end of the story, so I was thinking, see if somebody's going to call out this food place and say. They're asking him too much. I'm going, no, if somebody wants something for you for free, this is exactly, you should be knowing, what am I getting? What, uh, what's, what's the deal for here? Free. So at the, the very last minute, turns around and says, listen, um, is there any chance I can order some more food? Because um, I'm going to have some friends around, but you know, we will do the group post, we'll all share about it. And they went, eh, right, okay, how many? The guy says, so there's going to be six of us dining and I'll pick up at half past six. I was like, so he's gone from asking for one free meal they're now asking for six, so seven free meals, right? Which they've agreed to. So the guy's saying, right, message me when you're on the way. Guy messing him, that's me left and now I'm on the street. And he went, can you see the police station? Not yet. He went, well, if you just go at the corner, can you see the police station? I can see the police station now. He went, right, go in there and hand yourself in for crimes against the service industry. He's left it. Brilliant. Beautiful. Like, I thought you were going to say, just gave my bag of dog shit. No, but think how many people... Again, that's the idea, like how many people now think that they can just do something and they'll get... Mate, I'm getting kind of tongue-tied here because I'm getting so angry. There will be people just now sitting thinking, I am going to build up an Instagram or I'm going to do it so that I can get stuff for free. They're not thinking, you know, I want to be a singer or an actor or a comic or a... See, I'll be an influencer. Like, I well, just want to be I'll, an Already, I mean, my kids at various ages have said, I'd love to be an influencer. And I've went, what the fuck are you talking about? And my, my son done it first. This is like... Two or ten years ago, right? Actually, been me longer than that. And he went, I want to do videos uh, of me playing FIFA. Right? And share it online. And I went, all right, let's do it. I said, but do you realise how much work that is? He went, what, what do you mean? And he was only maybe about seven or something like that. I said, well, we need to buy the software. Yep. And I said, and then you need to kind of work on a loose script. You can't just play it. I said, and he goes, ah, but these folk just play it. I went, no, they don't. That's a product. Well, a, it's the a edit. fully produced show. Yep. And then when the wee man realised there was work involved, he didn't want to do it. And then cut to my daughter years later, she was like, I'd love just to be an influencer and get all free makeup. And she was buying makeup that these influencers are yep. fucking putting on. And I was like, well, start up your Amy channel and do your own thing. You know, you need to work at it. Ah, they'd laugh at me. You're just going, it's well, all, it's also just amazing. Like, your phone. 
how much of it is just front. Like how I much of it is just it nonsense. Fake it till you make it. Well, look but, at us. Hashtag review. <laughs> if any <laughs> restaurants are listening, we'll come and we will eat as much as we can, drink as much as we can. We have done in the past. And we will give you an that's what we've always done. It's but an do honest you know, review. Do you know what? See, I mean, I I think that's different because we because uh, us. Well, no, because we, we don't we're just cunts. We don't eat as much as we want and drink as much as we want. Yes, we, we do. No, we don't. We turn but up. But you fucking got a fault left to take me out of that barbecue place we were in. Oh, but that's mate, that's because I mean we can talk about it now. That woman was a bit fucking mental, man. Let's be honest. Cause she thought we were like big time Johnny's, I think. She thought oh, But do you not know? No, I think the maybe the I think the truth is that she maybe used to pump Gary back in the day. I think that was maybe, the fucking maybe. connection in there. Aye. Because even that when they're giving us a story going, my business partner for London just took us away to fucking Texas for three weeks to try all the barbecue place, and I'm going, What fucking world do you cunts live in? Well the <laughs> Surprisingly, it's no longer with us. They've went through a fucking, ah, went fucking business because they were getting cunts as free meals. But um, a lot of the influencers as well are like, they literally are, they don't have anything. Like, they don't have the houses they're in. Is, That's all fake front. Like, and even if it all ends tomorrow, they've got nothing. They don't have any capital. They've got any money. It's no all just trade them. There's no got a trade in them, Scott. No, but also like, they're, uh, it's just it's just all front it's all lies all it's debt just, it's just so American all debt try, it's just all to try and get you to buy into that lifestyle which sadly is happening that's why there's so many people like have you heard of this thing called Klarna what it's basically a fucking uh, like a, a fucking online payment system right it's, uh, it's, I'm trying to think what it was like in the old days. It's like the fucking catalogue when you pay 10 pence a week for fucking 95 years, right? right. It's that, but and it's then got you a buy new, a pair of Sannies at the end of it. It's got a new vibey name and it's got like a fucking cool advert. And it started out with a small independent shop. So like, for example, uh, fucking uh, Sweet Trips, uh, you know. Uh, safe Trips, you mean? Strawberry Trips. trips. Safe, safe Trips. <laughs> safe Trips. Dot UK. Dot UK. Dot UK. Could be... <laughs> No, you wouldn't even pay for a dot co dot uk. Yeah, fucking cheap bastard. Dot UK would um, so you could offer Klarna as a payment option, so somebody could go and buy one of your beanies, and, and they would pay through Klarna. So Klarna would pay you the money, and then you would pay up Klarna. Right now, it right. started out as independent shops, and when I first uh, just heard the about old it, vibe. but when I first heard about it, I thought this is quite cool because it's it gives independent retailers the option to do that which would get them more business right so it's a good thing and then obviously because they've become so massive you can now do things like you can pay for a Starbucks in Clamour so you can get a £3 coffee and pay for it 20 pence a week so all that happens is young people are now getting they're selling fucking tens of thousands of pounds of pounds just go fuck it stick in Clamour but that's what's happening with the young team it's the and it's this and it goes stems back to what we're talking about that 10,000 hour thing they're not prepared to do their work what 10,000 hours can we not do it in 10 minutes uh, I want a motor well you need a job you need to save up to get it no I'll just get a bank loan and I'll get that clamour thing uh, I want the latest threads but you can't afford it I know but I'll put it in my credit card and I'll juggle three credit cards it's, yep. it's just because people want the instant gratification and they want the instant lifestyle they don't want to work to earn that yep. lifestyle they feel like they deserve it and they should have it now which yep. is fundamentally wrong but also even they're... way back but listen sorry to Babylon here right but see when you look at fucking uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation one oh of my, my favourite Christmas what films what a right? fucking sharp left turn that was aye but and the crux of that is is he wants his bonus uh -huh. because he is 
depending on that bonus. That's the thing it's putting them over the edge, right? Because he's yeah. already put uh, deposits on a swimming pool, blah, 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 right? It's just that fuck thing. You go, why are you buying things that you can't afford? Why are you spending on something that you're hoping to get? Why do you mm-hmm. not just fucking wait till you have the money or you have the funds in place and then get it? And it's just, I think it's an American culture that's seeped that into your UK and then obviously with internet and all that fast, flashy living, it's accelerated it. But oh, mate, also, let, let's be honest here, it's came off the back of the 80s as well. I spend, spend, spend. It came off the back, like, I, I certainly know that, like, obviously I was born in 84, right? So I was born right in the fucking money, money, money. And then when yeah, I but you were four, four-year-old going like, I can get a mortgage now, I'll no, buy a house. <laughs> I, mate, no, but when I grew up and I'm in the early noughties and I'm in my fucking, like, early twenties and I'm still listening to stories of, like, my mom going, we bought our first house for £38,000. You're like, how the fuck can I not get a house for 38 grand then? Yeah. I, uh, mate, I will never forget my grandpa telling me he bought that fucking bungalow they were in for four and a half grand. I was like, are you on glue? But, what the but, fuck then, but then, Scott, they probably stayed there and paid rent on it for fucking crazy amounts of years. So uh, I, mate, rent, rent didn't exist back in the days. But the, no, it did. Because my mum and dad bought their house and they got a great deal on it because they'd paid rent on it for so long and it's depending mate, on how long you stayed mate, in a, it. That's a council house, right? Ah, it was fam- a council house. My family but, had money, mate. Why, why wasn't this coming? Oh, it was, it was a castle. It was a castle, right, right. 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 We are self-built, you know, fucking... Come Aye, on, man. Come on, mate. But to, to go back to the point you're making that nobody... The reason why everything's a, a, a cycle is because nobody values anything. So, like you're saying there about whether it's your kids or young people want stuff, so they get stuff and they put... You know, nobody would even think now of going, put 1500 quid in a credit card, right? Fuck it, I really... Like, for example, the new PS5, fuck it, I want it, buy one for a grand, fuck it in a credit card. So then they get it, but they don't value it because you've not had to work to get it. Mm-hmm. So then you want something else a month later, even though you've just got this new thing, you go, oh, fuck it, stick that in a credit card as well. And then it all builds and it builds and it builds. Like, even now, well, like, I'm... They're going out to fucking dig a field. They've got the brand new trainers on, trackies on, just getting them all wrecked. They're going... The fuck you didn't go and put some all clothes on. Okay, all right. Because like you're saying, they don't value it. It's fucking ach. My mom gets an RP or or this is like one mind connected, man. This is free. Yeah. See the other day, I'm going through the wardrobe, right? Just to bend some stuff because I've I've slimmed down a bit, mate. I've no much, right? It's a slow process. Let's not get carried away. You're gonna put that weight back on soon. Obviously, obviously. (laughs) I'm going, I don't want to get back to the old fucking tent size again, right? I'm just wanting to buy a belt. I want to be a two-man tent rather than a three-man tent, right? So I was flinging out a few shirts, a couple of socks with holes in it. I thought, I can't even wank any man because the sponge's busting out the holes. Put exactly. the in it, So I'm going through it, right? And I remember I found an old T-shirt and an old pair of shorts, kind of like three-quarter length trousers, right? But they're in like a tracking material. And I went to throw it out and I went, no, no. So I call them my painting clothes. Now, do I have a paint? Do like I fuck? But I always have. Just if you're roughing set, out, you put them on. Also, if I'm, you know, how many days something in the house, but, you know, build a cabinet for a good lady or something, you know, whatever it is, I need day. I wonder how many young people now will have their painting clothes. They don't, they just pull out fucking whatever they're wearing. Yeah, honestly. See the I'll, get, I'll get the wee man today, hangs jobs about the house, right? Like cut wood and mad shit like that. And he'll rock up with the fucking stuff that he's maybe, he would wait to go and see his bird. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, this is dirty. I went, no, no, put some old stuff on. Don't have any old stuff. <laughs> then I just elbow him right in the cheek no I but wonder anyway, if, moving, I moving wonder on, if, let's move on if, you could, if we could go back in time right so I go back in time to the to the night 
that you and, and the lovely wife Maria conceive your first child. You're a fucking pervert. Okay. I'll tell you if she's in the front cupboard. Before that happens, I, I meet you in the street. You know, and I say, you am for the future. I can tell you your future, right? And I show you on paper, on paper, mate, in black and white, how much your two wains will cost you over the years. I think you'd have went and got the snip straight away. <laughs> no, not at all, man. What I would have done just ran away. No, I, listen, money, money doesn't come into it. And, and being, being a, you know, you will... Being, a, sure, mul- you, being you, a multi-millionaire, you money doesn't come into it either. You just feel the time's right for <laughs> having kids. And it's, and it's a great time. The problem is when they start becoming teenagers and that, when they get older, I was I was talking to a family there and they had a wee, uh, their son was like, he must have been about two or something. And I was watching him just struggle to articulate what the wee man was thinking. Yep. And I was like, I missed. I was a wee bit fucking hurry up, spit out, son. But then I remembered, no, these are the good days. Mate, think it'll be Granwain soon. Oof. He, I, he, here's the thing, continuing with the theme, right? Yep. Lockdown birthdays. There's a wee uh, man, he's going to be 18 next week, right? Yep. And I'm just, I feel gutted for him because I'm going, what a shit type. Anybody out there uh, mate, who's had a, a big birthday feel... in lockdown, I'm sorry for, for them because Aye. you can't go out for a meal, you can't meet your mates for a pint, can't do anything. But listen, as a father, I can't take my boy out for a couple of pints to a pub. That's a big thing. I, I, I would like to, you know, to do that with him. He can't do his driving test. You know, he can't go right, fucking... Get a wee second horn motor or something to drive about. He can deal with that later on in the year. Aye, you know, he can, but he's getting robbed of him the new. Oh, fucking dry your eyes. No, there's not a single 18-year-old in this country that's been fucking robbed. Your 18th birthday shite. There's cunts that are not getting their 40th and their 50th. That's, but that's been what robbed. I'm saying. Anybody like 40s, 21s, 21s, 50th, 60s. 50th. Aye, 50th and 60th. Imagine having your 50th in lockdown. That must be fucking shite. Well, my 50s is coming up in a couple of years, right? And I was just thinking... Vegas, myself, Vegas baby. Done it. Vegas. Done it, right? Done Vegas no, mega, man. No I want to go to... I want to do... My 50th, I want to do something like... Mauritius or something like that. You know what I mean? Just like... Oh, a pina colada lying, lying in the I'm, hut. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to have a word with Mr. Ross because this is a real... We can't go to Vegas, get How hookers can we know? and coke and go nuts. How can well, we know? Ah, you remember me? Catenically, you're allowed because you're 50, aren't you? Hi, exactly. And you know what? You'd end up murdering a hooker or something like that. Some mad no way, film man. went wrong. No way. No murder. Rosswood. He would aye, be the guy. Aye. He's the, he's he's the a loose cannon. Loose cannon. Aye, but he'll he's, just he'll he's, turn in, come into the room with blood in his hands and Coco doing his nose. But Ross, what have you done? And he'll be like, none. Just, just let's go. Let's get here. We've still got two weeks to go, Ross. We just kicked in last night. <laughs> the receptionist is lying pure fucking he'd severed by the bread fucking oh your 50 if it's going to be a week in Vegas a week in Ibiza and a week in Amsterdam I think we need to do, I think we need to do a 50 day celebration for your 50th I mean it's not even halfway through your life it's over because chances are you're not making 100 are you probably mate, I think we'll, we'll probably all be in our mid 90s no no chance no mate, chance look how many people are fucking living like everybody's living longer aye mate technology come on astounding you're just thinking she's all can, Tom can walk up and then make millions I can do it <laughs> it's not going to happen they'll make millions but you'll still, I think we'll still be going well into our well into our 80s man I think 80s safe now 80s guaranteed I think if you do a few things you'll, you'll push into your 90s listen I'm I not would, saying I, I want to live long. that long I just want to live long enough 
to see my kids married and have kids themselves and then I'll go my love has fucking went on it's time for me to go to sleep now but that's that's my only drive I want to see my kids have kids uh, and and see them settled before I can then go to the other side no (laughs) And, uh, well, I can go to the big house in the sky, man. And I can, so I can get just like, the decks at the Rangers for like nine row well, after party. It'll be so like, I'll go to the other side, no, and it'll be like Rangers DVDs on constant, right? <laughs> Set of decks and just like floating about and watching folk fucking. It's just that's all I want to do, Scott. I'll be like the ghost. I'll fuck, just, just I'll go up to the, just watching them. I'll go up to the pearly gates, man. Right. <laughs> And I'll be like, no way, man, are you God? And you'll be like, I'm our God. And you'll be like, God, you look an awful lot like Ian Gerard. And like, it's because I'm Ian Gerard, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, there. Have you not okay. got a white beard? And you've just got an injustice on your fucking beauty. <laughs> Gerard, he's in the corner. Jukebox, Jury. Gaz is on the flute. Big Albert, big Albert, outside just hitting fucking free kicks into space, man. Like, yeah. No, but I'm talking aside, that is that is heaven, by the way. Just up there with the Ultimate Rangers team, like, oh, party, party. <laughs> God, man, God pure rips the fucking big white cloak off and he's got a fucking vintage Vastoga Gamma fucking strip on you. I mean, that looks like the vintage Rangers team. <laughs> Guys, you on the bench, man. Just wait to come on and score the goals. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tell me, Colin Hendricks here as well, big man. You're doing right, mate. You see, button the wall in the green room. Yes. And then you're like, I'll have a wee break for the football. You switch on the telly. It's fucking Stephen Hendry doing this now. Come on, man. One for fucking seven. <laughs> Unbelievable, God, man, this can't get any better. Tell you what, son, see when the snooker's finished, it's the fucking Sean Connery, James Bond box. Yes! yes. <laughs> we are the people. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? See right next to your cloud is a fucking boy lagoon, man. Come on! <laughs> it's like you just spirit, spirit yourself. You're just like a wee fag cloud. And you can, like... <laughs> I mean, like, I, like, I was like, you know, when you take a drop of a fag, that's your spirit, right? And you're just floating about, right, watching everybody pumping. And then every now and again, you can go in their nose or up their arse, any hole, and you become <laughs> them. And you do a bit of pumping yourself, but and then you're just back out up to your cloud to watch the Nine in a Row DVD. Well, God, God. Uh, can I get a bevy of you? There's no alcohol in heaven. You're joking, course I'm joking, mate. Fucking McKean's lager all right, man. No, 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 <laughs> mate. No, it's better than that. There isn't any fucking alcohol of such up in the cloud, right? It's just a tonic wine, man. You know what I mean? The tonic. Because <laughs> that's fucking spiritual, my man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Hey, it's good to laugh, isn't it? It's good to it's laugh. It's good man. to laugh. Hey, let, let me let me just uh, talk about all the mad spirits and that. Yep. Uh, and I think somebody asked a question about it. I've got some questions here I, on the. Uh, I just finished the, the, the program behind her eyes on Netflix. Right, is any, here's the thing, mate. I watched the trailer, and the trailer looks terrible. It, right, it's shite because it's like a British kind of drama thing, right? So, and there's some dodgy acting. The sort of main protagonist and the lassie in it, her acting with the eyes, no try to look all kind of sketchy. Oh my god, this is going to find out a wee bit overacting. 
the story's good, but then it takes a bizarre twist, ah. which they, then you think that's bullshit. But then the twist in the tail at the end of it, which I'll no spoil it, is actually quite good. So they could have wrapped it up like, like you say loads of times. They could have it's a six parter. They could have made it a fucking three parter, a two parter, and and it'd have been more powerful. But it was it was worth the watching. Yeah, that, that 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 to me Disney feels as if it's worth the watch. Well, I was I was watching it right. I was kind of into it as in something for me and the missus to watch right. Then I've got there's bits that I'm rolling my eyes going, this is fucking dumb. Couple of wee things happen, you know. There's a bit of pumping in that in it, but there's a Scottish guy in it, right? Scott, I tell you, he's like fucking Ronnie Corbett. That's how he talks. You've no idea what you're doing. I'm a psychiatrist, and I can't tell you anymore. I just want to fucking run away. Uh, but he's got a shite Scottish accent. He's like from the fucking Highlands or something, <laughs> and he pretends he's from. Edinburgh are fucking I think it's from Inverness <laughs> Inverness Friday it's Friday after Friday <laughs> I love it I love I just love talking and laughing with you the average is English by the two cunts in it that are Scottish no great English programming so right, right we need we need somebody who's a real cunt make them Scottish right we need somebody who's like clever but tormented Scottish so there's two Scottish folk in it I don't know. It's actually admit, pretty good. If I can't find anything else, I'll maybe get a go. But uh, we watched the trailer for it and I just thought it just looks awful. It just looks You hate awful. it and your missus might like it. Okay, it's one of them. It's, it's, it's leaning mere for the birds. Hey, we'll but the wee twist in it. So the twist happened, right? There's something that happens in it and you go, get yourself to fuck. What? And it's just going to, you feel it. Like it's just, you've just wasted four episodes of building this. Well, you think the woman's going to be a fucking psycho bunny killer? You know, just a nut job, uh-huh. right? You think that's where it's gone, and it takes this twist in a whole different direction, and you just go, "This is fucking bullshit." I've wasted my time. Stick with it, because then what happens after it is a lovely wee twist in the tail. Yeah, and for all your listeners out there who've watched it, what about it, guys? Eh? Fantastic. <laughs> Are you up yeah? to date on seven? No, I, I kind of get it on my wee box plane. Oh, and I was actually I kind of doing the one month free extra. Two two series, two episodes I've sort of watch. What are you fucking crazy? I know what's going to happen. Nothing. Nothing, nothing happens again. That's one either. Nothing happens again. I'll, um, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, fil- I'll film it on the iPhone and send it to you. Aye, well, you might need it. I was, but there's a thing where you get a, a month free I, Apple Play or whatever it is. I might give that a try. Oh, do you need so, Apple TV then? No. Some, somebody had mentioned the uh, the Frank Bruno documentary that's on Sky, and I'm desperate to see it, man. But I don't I don't have Sky now, so I'm I'm going to try and figure out how I can get it because it does look amazing. I really really want to see it. Frank Bruno and Mike Tyson looks spectacular. But um, that's right, remember he fought him. Aye, aye. it looks amazing, but, man. The documentary. Was, was, did he fight him twice? I don't know if he fought him twice. Or I think I'd... he'd done a rematch and there was once, I, I, I watched that fight and I remember there was a split second where you thought Big Bruno was going to win. He got a couple when, of digs in at Tyson. Do you remember when Bruno went a bit mad and he was living with that bird in the gorbals? No. <laughs> hey, mate. He was living with a bird. That's he was living with a bird in the gorbals. Do you remember? And he was out on the balcony in the fucking, the wee tight red uh, Lycra shorts then working out on the balcony. How amazing is that? How hey, Frank, you, you better get in here and fuck me, you big fucking tiger. 
<laughs> See, once you finish fuck me, Frank, you better get doing that show and get me the paper, you fucking tiger. <laughs> like them flicking fagged out, sir. <laughs> get doing that, Chippy. Get me two glass bottles of fucking cream soda and a black pudding. <laughs> Oh,だ、だせばっくんそっかフランク。いや、ファッキンデッサーでよ。ゲームにゲットバイ。イキンギミヨンバイプンサパ。アウィンフランク。プレンアミネスフランク。アミネアファッキンタイガー。なあ、
try to pump Nina four times a day is the, the, <laughs> the worst thing I've ever gone through. And I'd, I'd be honest with you, I had no sperm left in my bullshit. <laughs> she sucked me dry. <laughs> I can't believe you never knew Frank Bruno lived in the Gorbals. You, you're right, when he's out next to his Rolls Royce, Aye, the fucking bulldog, Looking like man. an absolute Adonis. He's like a Brun Hulk. Aye, unbelievable, man. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> That's made your day. That is, that is legendary, man. There's got to be some vi- videos. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, fuck. Just look, can you... It, what? <laughs> no way, man. When was this? A few, a few years back now. A few years back now. Is that in a documentary? That's a documentary in itself. I've not, I've not seen the documentary. No, the documentary is about him and Mike Tyson. So, it's in the sun. It's fucking amazing. News... Mate, this is from 2012, so it's 2012. All oh, right, well, it's 2012, right? But he said, uh, Frank Bruno says his Gorbals girlfriend is his rock and mental health fight, right? So he's, he's hit the meltdown. Maybe he's, wow. he's still with her. No. Troubled heavyweight champion of the world. Says Scottish hairdresser. She's a hairdresser. Nina Coletta. Oh, Psycho Glasgow Italian bird is a kindred soul who has given him a lifetime, a lifeline of support from the past year. Beautiful, absolutely. This fucking made my day. <laughs> she helped me more than she could ever realise. I mean, it's lovely. It just how did you meet? It's just a, exactly how did you meet? It's just a shame that it's turned out to be an absolute mental. There you bird. go. Frank says we met at a friend's wedding in Glasgow. I was standing to talking to someone. Some people and she rode up on her Kawasaki motorbike, <laughs> oh <laughs> took my. off her helmet and flicked her hair. I liked her straight away and we clicked from the start. I met her son and he said I was allowed to take his mother out, which was important to me. Now she's like a soulmate. We have a good laugh. She likes running and we go jogging together. She looks after herself and I like that in her. She has her own salon business and I'm really, oh, we could go there for a haircut. She's a good woman. <laughs> Intelligent, smart, and she's a sense. If I'm having a bad day, it helps me out. What is her name? Nina Coletti. Nina Coletti. Get her on the Facebook, man. Nina, what size is Frank's cock? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? As uh, you, you get big feet, Nina, you know what I'm talking about. Has he got a big nose, Nina? Oh. Uh, Nina Coletti hairdressers is on, is on Facebook. No fucking uh, danger. One three five. Cum- Frank's Frank's title belt <laughs> above the window. One three five. Cumbernauld Road steps. There you go. There you Nina, go. Nina. Oh, it's not. It's not had an update since 2017. I can see all his money now. I don't even know if we're still together. He even... still looks fucking great, man, doesn't he? I can't believe you never knew that, mate. No, but it's made my day. You're right. That has picked me up. He often visits. Uh, disbelieving locals but Frank doesn't mind being seen out and about he's out with like, a fucking mega build stunning next to her is that a that's a Rolls Royce ah, it's a red it's a red Rolls Royce a red Rolls Royce in the red. fucking goggles no one can or do that at all they'll not even touch it it's a tough area but who am I Frank said if Nina lived in a tent in the middle of the park then I would go see her there it doesn't bother me the people in Glasgow treat me so nicely. They stop me, they say, hello, big man. And I like it there. But it isn't home. My home's still down here. Eh? And always will be. I like going to the Blue Lagoon 
for a black pudding summer oh, for Nina. Sure. She likes two pickles. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I really wish the arches were still open. DJ Malakalis were uh, DJ. I, I was Malachalis. gutted when I heard the arches shut up. <laughs> I mind I was on my second decade raving away <laughs> to some local guy called a, some Spanish kind of name and he was brilliant. I went an after party with him uh, and he said Nina's cool. My bag's in the gym, he said. I love it there. Some people go to the pub, take the dog for a walk or a haircut. I go to the gym. My way of releasing the pressure. And Nina knows how to take the full buff. <laughs> you need to stop there. I know. She, she took it right up to my curly black <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Honestly. She deep throated as that much I thought she had a moustache but it's my pubes. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's move towards a, a conclusion of this episode. Do you want some questions? I right, well before Sabura, have you checked it out? I don't even know what it is. That is the I think I spoke to you about it in the last episode. If anybody's uh, familiar with Gamora, the Italian mafia story for the Sicilian mafia. Uh-huh. Right? This is about the Rome mafia and it involves the Vatican, the politicians and the mafia. It's fucking incredible. Three series, and I've just found out they've been. A, it's, it was a film, and then they've made the TV show off the back of the film. So I need to try and hunt down the film, I'll, and it's on Netflix, so you can watch it either with dubbed English. I watched it in Italian, obviously, with English subtitles, but it's fucking incredible. And the character arc of all three of the main protagonists is fucking beautiful to watch. It's one of the ones where you're rooting for the bad guys, even though they're nasty cunts. Suburu, Suburu, Subura. Subura. It's it's a fucking it's a tough. I was thinking to myself. I actually said to me, "What's that?" And she just said, "It's a really bad area in Rome." Because I thought it was just like somebody's nickname or a character, but Subura, blood in Rome. It's fucking un- honestly. You need to watch it, Scott. You'll love it. All right, mate. Jesus Christ. And you're like, ah, that's Mal can talk about a town. See if you ever get into trouble with the mafia. He would be like, ah, doing yeah, pizza, c- per favore. Cinco <laughs> cento, my man. Cinco cento. Dos beers, grasos. Hey, piccolo, man. Piccolo, piccolo. Know what I mean? Giuseppe. Hey, Is there anything called Giuseppe in the mafia? <laughs> Giuseppe, piccolo, my man. Right, question. Scots, Scotsish. Scotsish. <clears throat> Um, blah 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 blah. Let's look at this. Stephen Harry Wilson. Hypothetically speaking, you've killed someone, perhaps a mad council pedo. How would you get rid of the body? He always comes up with good questions, doesn't he? Questions. Does. I mean, I know how to get rid of the body because I've watched a lot of uh, true crime. But this is it. How much of that would actually work? But so, like, just go. Boom! You've killed somebody. You need to get dispose of the body. What right. you doing? I'm hacking them up. But are you going to do that? Could you stomach? No, let's let's no, let's try and keep it as real as possible. Right, here's Could the you actually right? stomach chomp somebody up? I think if I covered the heat, I don't need to look at their face. Right. I think I could chop them up. But also, I would rather chop somebody up and get away with murder than spend the rest of my life in jail. I think you could start and then you would have the freak out of freak outs. Bab, you've got to see it through, man. You've got to see it through. You would so, you'd, you'd break down mentally. You'd break tur- down. There's no way you could chop a body up. Tur- I've tried it. Dune. Tell me, I'm telling you. Tarpaulin Dune, 
Oh, like fucking all pair of pants in the heat so I don't even look at the face chop them up into little bits get them in the freezer and then you want to blend them down fucking in the magic mix right so now I know it's not going to happen you'd be booking you'd be in a, a state of fucking you'd be break down right so I'm getting the, I'm getting the YouTube built out <laughs> right and then Blink over the next any of bits over the next week I go to different places and I pour bits of their body down the fucking toilet and flush it they do a little bit and every That's flawed. Place, so it can't be traced back to me. How's it flawed, mate? Because it's a fantasy. It's, it's, not, fantasy, real, it's not based in reality because you oh, yeah. could not chop a body up. I've done it, mate. Done it. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cooking shows I watched, mate. I know how to fucking. Done it times. Mate, I know how to fucking butterfly a chicken. I was like taking the fucking shin bone right off. And the magic mix. How do you think I've got four pigs? They eat the fucking bones a lot. And then I burn. And then I burn the bones. If I them, mate. No, no. It's flawed, mate, because I'll tell you why. And anybody who says, I Pull chop it. the body up, Pull I, I don't the teeth out with a hammer, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're fucking shy. You're fucking cute. All the teeth out, right? All the teeth out. Cut their arsehole off, cut their nipples off, because I'm keeping their bits for a prize. <laughs> and then fucking set, set fire to the body. <laughs> right, so that's what you would do. I'm more realistic. How would you go, dear? Hey, boy. Classic. Everything's done with money. Pay a boy, you get a deal. No, 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 no. Something like that. Something like that. About taking care of yourself, you know. <laughs> I would, I would do something like uh, blend them up, acid, an acid bath. But like, I don't know. D- obviously, dig a big hole. Oh, for fuck's right? sake! It's gonna get found out. No, it's no. Right, check this out then. Check this out. Like again, this is. I've been inspired by something. An old well or something like that. No, right. I don't write. I'm not cutting them up, right? Because I know I know Aye. I can't cut them up. Because well, anybody who says I'll cut the body up, take teeth out. No, it's not going to happen. You're going to freak out <coughs> mentally. Set fire, so, set fire and burn them then. Burn them. You'd have to be you'd have to be really in control, right? You need to be focused on this because the paranoia would be dripping at you. No, but right. you just be like, it's no real, it's no real, it's no real, it's no real, cut the arm off, it's no real, it's no real, it's no real, it's no real. Th- this isn't the cod, this isn't the Grand Theft Auto, this is fucking reality. Through the fucking disc. Oh. <laughs> just <laughs> on the bones. <laughs> right, there's no cutting up, there is no cutting up. First of all, it's a heavy, heavy body, you're right? Here's what you do. Here's what you do. That's why you're getting caught. That's why I'm free and you're I'm not getting caught. I'm not getting caught. I'm digging a massive fucking hole, right? Yeah, mate, know what you want to do? Just let him listen to some of your old fucking dat tapes, man. The cunt will get a D shell, you know what I mean, man? Fuck me. I'll just be like, you've just been done with five murders, chopped them up, fucking, would you change it? You change your fucking thing. You're chopping them up, you're liquidising them, or you're putting them in acid. Aye, you're but, this is, them. but this is you on fantasy land. I'm just trying, I'm mate, going this to just give my answer on reality. There's right. no way I could cut a body up, right? Because you've got a deep body, bag? you need to get rid of it. This is what I do. In my house somewhere, I'm talking my garden or something. Right. Massive fucking hole, right? <laughs> Put them in it. Yeah. With concrete. So it just right. becomes a concrete fucking... Concrete at the bottom, fling the body in. Concrete. Then... Virginia fucking Fred West? Then just fill the hole up and then hope they can ass... Right, so then... Where's, the pole, where's fucking Brian? The pole, so the polar's come round. Right, polar's come round a week later and they go oh that looks like a fucking fresh uh, concrete board there and then your fucking arsehole collapses dig up find the body you're in the jail done no they go that looks like a uh, fresh uh, what you dug that hole for aye during the week that somebody's <laughs> been listening fucking business copper right so you're handcuffed the fucking hole dug up they find the body you're in the jail no done. but 
there you go, you put a vegetable patch on the top of it. Oh, because I'm not going to dig that up. Because you'd be like, oh, well, as long as there's veggies there, there's never going to be anybody buried under that. Cunt's you're a farmer. Going, you're going straight to jail, mate. You're going, you might as well just kill the cunt and go down to the police station yourself. Take me in before I kill any male. <laughs> you're just going to have to toughen up and chop up the body. There's nothing else for it. You've gone that far. Bag of lime. All right, what about this? Killed. A whole hunters of lime. Not even a bag of lime. Just, but then, then the thing is, all of a sudden you've went to B&Q and bought hunters of lime. Of course they're exactly. going to go, what the fuck do you buy that for? Exactly. So, so I'd eat, eat, eat the body. Hunters of steaks. <laughs> yeah, right, this is a bit more realistic. You could eat them. Imagine you've done that, man. But then what do you do with all the, like, because I'm not an awful guy, I couldn't eat, like, liver and kidneys. What do you do with that? Get the eat the animals or the fucking, like, the, like the livestock. Whatever animals, foxes take it. Wee bits at night, so as you know it's not going to get, somebody's going to no wake up with a fucking head in their arm. I honestly think, I honestly think you could kill somebody and as long as you don't tell another person, you would get away with it. I don't think so. Because I, I think psychologically you would... It's like Macbeth, you could never wash your hands off, your blood off your hands. You my heart, man. I've killed that, somebody. Who can I tell you? Put that into your music, and I mean, everybody's like, your man, Miles, new album's dead first. It's really dark, man. That's because they killed that guy, mate. They hate him, man. They fucking hate him, man. What an artist, man. Pure <laughs> method. What a pure method, mate. Well, uh, Stephen Harry Wilson, I am chopping the body up, uh, blending it, bombing the bones, and uh, you can't bomb bones. the body, and Malakali is going straight to jail. So thank you for your question. I'm, I'm, I'm digging a hole and putting them in a hole but covering it with like concrete. <sighs> right. So it's like, you dig why a hole, you, you go, put, a concrete block Why don't you just put a wee sign saying, governor. put a wee gnome with a fucking fish rod and a sign saying, no dead bodies here. Why don't you just do that? Fucking dick. See if you had it. Like, as in, you just, like, you put, put it, as long as nobody knew that person was coming up to your house or that. <laughs> it just be like another a like hole in the grass. Put a tree, plant a tree in the top of them, and let the roots take all the goodness out of the dead body. I'll come visit you in the jail, mate. <laughs> and then what they uh, do? They find the body, just go. Ah, uh, must have uh, been my boy. Right. Next question. Uh, Jerry Higgins. Jerry's asked. Ever done a shite in the nude, Jerry? I always take my clothes off. Oh yeah, I Fucking before showers all the time. Always. Anytime I go for a shite. No, you don't slip down to the nude. Clay's off, mate. Trousers off. No, I like that, but. And a shite in the nude. It feels weird if you're doing a shite in the nude, I think, but. Nah, not for me. I like the wee ones with a t shirt. It feels weird if I'm shiting with foot a t shirt on. But we. Your trousers, keeping your ankles. We've got a radiator in there, one of the tail rails. It's always on me and it's fucking a million degrees. So I think that's one of the reasons why I shite in the nude. I was going to switch it off, save some money. We did, we switch it off now. Now the summer's coming in, so I feel summer, my man. I'm just used to shitting the nude, mate. Draws down, tap off, get it out of you. Get the evil out, move on with your day. Uh, I, 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 I pref- it feels weird. It feels actually kind of s- strange <coughs> being full nude in a shite. I like to have clays on. Uh, so there you go, Jet. Right, and very quickly, let's wrap. One final question from Stephen Kelly. Stephen has asked, most random purchase through lockdown? Yours is never ending. I was a keyboard. What kind of a musical keyboard? Aye, uh, for forty quid. Fuck's sake, man! At the start of lockdown, in fact, have I got that? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that. Many hit, many hit. Bet you like, Mouse, fuck it. If Mouse can do it, I can do it. I've done a full album. Boop, beep, boop, beep. That boop. shite you put suit, man. Fucking hell! I'm gonna do it. But but a keyboard at the start of lockdown, never played it once. 
That's dynamite. Was it? Is it a real wee Wayne's synth? Ah, it's fuck me. It was forty quid. It's a fucking plastic shiter. <laughs> see when look it turned at up. See when the box turned up. I was like, can he be in there? Box is too light. Is it like that? No, it's a keyboard. This is this is a wee MIDI keyboard that I've just right. got on my desktop for quickly playing ideas in. Uh, but there's no sounds in it. It's all sounds got off your computer. So yours has sounds in it. Aye. Right. Fuck me, man. Do you, you just want yeah, to play Sasha? I can't even. I can't even get it out because it's fucking. It's behind her as I shine this cupboard. You just want it. That's all I wanted. That and chopsticks. And happy birthday to you. That's it. Hey, right, you need to stop whistling because your mic's peaking and it's cutting out. I apologise to uh, any hashtag listeners here because Mal's mic is now completely cut out. He's whistling. Uh, Stephen, thanks for your question, mate. Mine was a keyboard during lockdown and Mal most random purchase. Strong finish. Strong finish to the episode. I'll, I'll be honest with the listeners out there. I don't and never have really wasted my money on things. I, I, my purchases are calculated. Uh, I would say, right there you go. There it is right there. Just a random purchase. I bought a funky uh, yellow dust cover for uh, one of my 303s. And all it is is a plastic cover. It's got a wee smiley on it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't particularly need it but I thought aye fuck it I'll get it so I guess that's it a random a random plastic all, dust all cover your, all your purchases are calculated fucking yeah. rocket but that is but it's for my, my work you know put that oh, through I, my boots just you like, know? just like when you when you spend uh, tens of thousands on ranger shares that then go up to Swanee or when you buy a fucking uh, van and kit it out like the greatest van the world's ever seen and then fuck it off to a plumber for 40 quid because Mate, all your purchases my, my are calculated van. you asshole my old tour van was the A-team van. It was fucking amazing. We should, there should be a BBC documentary about you trying Seven to be re- reunited with that fucking van. Okay. Listen, I used to have parties in the back of that van. It was that good. I bet you did, mate. I mean, no, 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 you, like, Frank, you and Frank Bruno at the Gormals, like Yes. Big Frank's in the back. Dan lines off the top of the record covers like that. Snorter. 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 I'm like that. Second gear everywhere. <laughs> Franco. What a laugh, man. Right up the garbles. Dropped him off at Nina's. Then I went back to the dancing. Unbelievable. Um, thank you for the questions. Um, there must be one more. There must be one more, no? There's, uh, I need to refresh it because I think there's some more that have just have come in. Um, I've I've got some we could do. Well, go for it, man, because the, the other two are about COVID, and I don't want to talk about COVID. I would like to give a, a shout out to our recent uh, patrons who have just joined. Taking it from the top, big shout out to Stuart McLean, Joe McKenna, welcome Manos Joe. de Stuart. Piedra, welcome Manos, Scott Baxter, welcome Scott, Willie McKinnon, welcome aboard Willie, Ross Gibson, welcome aboard Ross, Big and Bud, come on, Big and Bud. Scott McLeod. Scott McLeod, welcome. David Brown. David Brown, welcome. Richard Johnson. Richard Johnson, welcome. Stuart Gilchrist. Stuart Gilchrist, welcome. Dougie Robertson. Dougie Robertson, welcome aboard. Ross Clowley. Sorry, Ross. It's C-L-O-U-G-H-L-E-Y. Clowley. 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 Big Ross. Big big Ross dog. Big Rossy C. The Ross man. 
Kyle Hunt. <coughs> and Sorry, Cameron uh, hello, McHugh. Hello, Kyle, and hello, Cameron. All the, the heroes joined up in February, which is fucking legends. Um, and if we've missed any, I apologise. We've been meaning to do a shout out for a while. Thanks. I think they're all they're all guys. I mean, there's not enough heroines out there. I mean, if you're a hashtag heroine, that's plenty. Listen to the show, and you're a cusel scumbag. There's no excuse. Jump over to that side for more banter, more episodes, and uh, goodies from Scott and I. There is indeed. Uh, right, episode 116 in the bag. Uh, next week's back to hero episode 117. We'll be out on the path on all. Um, if you want to become a hashtag hero and get access to every single episode, the only way to do that is to become a patron of the show, patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash the hashtag show, or head to the hashtag show.co.uk for all the links. That is it. Thank you for listening. Uh, please, once again, do share the episode. Let's get up the fucking Apple charts. Uh, so when the episode drops uh, on Thursday, as you're listening to it, please do share it on your social media pages. Encourage any friends to like and subscribe. And if you haven't already, get on Apple and leave us a wee five-star review. It helps us move up the charts so more people can see us. Thank you to all the heroes. We love you all. Kids are scumbags. We like these, but it's time. It's time you came over to the dark side. Sign up now and become a hero. Mal, anything else to add? Um, you know, stop fucking about. It's four quid or less than four quid. Become a hero, become and a that, hero. that investment is helping Scott and I, Merlin. You know, look at our wee sad faces today. Put a smile on your face for a change. Uh, if you're a pedo, go and fucking kill yourself. <laughs> but pay up and fill first. Oh, you do that. Right, that's it. Um, go and listen to the episode. Share it with your pals. Encourage people to listen. Become a hero. Subscribe. And uh, leave us a review. We will speak to you all uh, next week on the Hero episode 117. Until then, stay safe. Wash your hands. And your asshole. All the best now. Stay strong. Bye-bye. All the best. Hit <laughs> <laughs> it!